Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Backpackers First Steps. I'm your host, John. And today, I'm just going to do a real recap of the weekend here. I tell you what, it was a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Uh, we were able to get a lot of morels in this year, uh, more than we did in the last few years. And also, it was Mother's Day weekend. It was somewhat of a beautiful weekend. I know there was some rain on Sunday. and But uh, hoping everybody was able to spend some time uh, with family and friends. So, morales this year were definitely up. Things were looking good. And definitely all across Michigan, I, I can see... People were finding them left and right, as long as other mushrooms and such. But definitely the uh, the morels were up this year. So that's a good thing. So real quick, uh, looking at um, today's episode, it's going to be kind of a two-parter. Working on the, uh, the next one and getting some more uh, different resources, that type of thing. Because, you know, when you're starting your journey down the road of backpacking or hiking sorry <laughs> uh, hiking or car camping or being in the outdoors knowing and having the 10 essentials is always key we don't ever go without those those are always a must so when it comes to packing your gear and that type i said we've had the 10 essentials They've got to be there. So there may be other things you can fine-tune along the way. But if you're just starting off, if you're just looking to, you know, we're just getting into the season now where we can start doing some camping, backpacking, car camping, you know, whatever the case may be. So where do we begin? And, And that's always a good thing because I got hooked on the Pacific Crest and the Appalachia, which is for me right now not very doable because of the fact I work. I'm not able to get the time off that I need because of the fact that, you know, I just need that paycheck. So trying to be able to do one of those right now is a little hard for me. But um, it, it's something, yeah, I'd love to do in the future. So unable to do that. We look at closer to home. Uh, here in Michigan, especially the uh, northern part, we have the North Country Trail. And you can find tons of information on uh, northcountrytrail.com. They have everything you need. We have 1,500 miles here in the state of Michigan for hiking. We also have other uh, trails. There's the Shore to Shore. So there's always other opportunities to go out backpacking, hiking here in the state of Michigan. Uh, There's also your local trails, your local campgrounds, your local everything. I always um, say local is a good thing. This is a way also to try out your equipment before you go out. Uh, If you are wanting to do the Appalachia, I do strongly advise people to take big sections of the North Country Trail for one year and hike it out. You can, from what I understand, you can realistically do it and get it done within six months. If you're dedicated to the trail and you can get it done, 
So, you know, it, it's always a, a good try to do that. You can even probably do it in less time. So I'm just kind of ballparking here. So staying local and knowing what you want to do, how far you want to travel, we'll look at that. Traveling in state or out of state, uh, as far as whether it's camping or whether it's hiking, whether it's car camping, look ahead. I always recommend anywhere from six to eight months, uh, sometimes a year ahead to get your uh, permits in order, making sure you can have fires, uh, whether they have bare dens or... uh, bear boxes or do you need to bring a canister so these are the small things that we always need to look at when we are kind of looking ahead and starting our journeys also the seasons you know I, I get a lot of people when's the best time well a lot of us here in Michigan for me anyway I don't want to speak for everyone but three seasons is enough we um, you know unless you really uh, have gotten your gear dialed in and you can do winter backpacking, that's great. I just couldn't handle it. Um, I don't have the gear for it for right now. So you have to try, you carry a lot more gear with you, change your clothes because the stuff gets wet. you got to change stuff out. So know also how many days you want to go. Give yourself at least one day before you arrive somewhere for travel that type of thing uh even a couple days before even after the journey is over with and you're done and you're back home and you're sitting down give yourself a day after there's always time to unwind you know you want to be able to put away your gear and get everything cleaned up choosing the right equipment uh, as we go through along in our series and we have here in the past Choosing the right equipment is going to be kind of uh, up to you as far as your where you're going and what you're doing, if it's car camping or whether you're you know on foot. So that's another thing we always have to look at is, or are we doing both? Uh, I know a lot of people, and I've done it in the past, is go to a campsite and then go out and hike. So it's always another really nice thing. So knowing your equipment, knowing the weather, knowing, you know, whether you need permits or not, whether you can have a fire or not, how you got to store your food. Those are pretty big things. Minor, but they are big things you need to know. Meals are the next thing. You definitely need to look at your meals, whether they are uh, going to be fresh, because if you're doing car camping, you'll be able to do some fresh foods. Um, there is fresh foods also, you know, even along the trail. People can carry something you know, a couple days before they have to eat it. So if you're out in the back country, like a lot of us, you're looking at freeze-dried, you're looking at, um, you know, your mountain house meals and that type of thing. So it's always a, a good thing to to look ahead as far as food, how much you want to carry. Stay within a decent weight. Don't get too uh, carried away. If you're carrying more now, a lot of people, this is kind of up in the air. If you decide, you know, to carry more than 30 pounds, it's really not good for you. It's really bad for the back. I mean, I was carrying a little over 35, 35 pounds my first year, and it was rough. 
trust me, it was not something that I enjoyed. I found I was carrying too much. I, I had more. And what we do is we pack our worries. We look ahead and go, oh, I may need this. Oh, I may need that. I may need. You don't need it. You want to be comfortable out there, I understand. But uh, as Darwin on the trail would say, it's you, you get out there and you just endure the suck. You know, it, it sucks. You don't have this or you don't have that. So those are the things you have to kind of, do I really need a stool? Yeah, the Helinox chairs are really nice or that nice little tripod from um, Coleman or, you know, a Bass Pro. But having those is also weight that you're going to have to carry along the way. So it's not easy to ditch something along the way. Also, kind of when you're starting and looking with the season and stuff, is always checking the weather. Um, plan for the worst, but be prepared. Uh, always having your rain gear, at least a rain top. For me, it's always just been one of my uh, Columbia rain jackets is always a really nice thing to have whether or not you're going to hammock or tent that's another uh, big topic that's one we can kind of cover in the uh, in the coming so first thing once you establish everything work with your gear i've said this before also take small steps travel you know a mile or two Get accustomed, you know, to your pack and your footwear. Work with that footwear. Don't be thinking. Uh, I was, I was, as soon as I got my my Keens, I was always wearing them. I come home from work, boom, they were on my feet. And that's where they only go. I don't wear them any other time. I don't want to break them into different terrain or something like that, even though the terrain will change when you're out there. But you don't want to do something to ruin your shoes or your hiking boots or whatever you're wearing and end up the risk of injuring yourself while you're out and about. So work with your gear, know how it works, especially your shoes. Once you get going, uh, I did talk with Annie Nielsen about this and she did recommend anywhere from, you know, six to eight miles. A, A very good start is six to seven miles. If you can push it, you know, do it. But don't overdo yourself to where you're totally exhausted and you just don't want to do it anymore. I was doing uh, 10 miles on my last trip. So we had covered quite a bit of ground, but we were whooped. And a lot of terrain that I didn't know about. I didn't have the right, I had the map, but I didn't have a topograph map. So I didn't really notice, you know, the inclines and declines that we were looking at. But that is you know kind of on me next time to look at something that has a little more terrain to it and whether it's going to be an issue or not so these are just a few things to start looking at while you're out and about and you're wanting to get on a trip so in the next episode we are going to be looking at resources best sites to go to that will give you uh, good insight of areas, gear, shakedowns, checklists, that type of thing. The Appalachia has a really good one. Uh, I haven't found one yet for Pacific Crest, but I'm pretty sure there's one floating around. So 
Stay tuned to the next episode. We'll have part two of uh, your journey with all the resources and such. And I thank you, and I will see you on the trail.